This is the Nine News Podcast, brought to you by BizCover. Coming up, more military cooperation with our trans-Tasman neighbours, new concussion guidelines released and Medicare marks a milestone. I'm Rhiannon Solomon-Marin with this afternoon's Nine News Podcast. Australia will send a team to New Zealand to brief officials on parts of the AUKUS military pact. The Defence and Foreign Ministers of both countries have sat down for talks in Melbourne. New Zealand has expressed interest in joining parts of the military alliance, focusing on sharing sensitive defence technologies. Foreign Minister Penny Wong says our partnership will be crucial as tensions grow in the Pacific. I believe uh, New Zealand has a lot of wisdom, uh, a lot of uh, history and uh, cultural expertise uh, to bring to the discussion of the Pacific, which is uh, one of the areas, as we know, of, of greater contest, greater competition. The personal information of some Australian soccer players, including passports and contracts, have been made public. Cybersecurity researchers believe human error was likely behind the leak. Football Australia says it's aware of the breach and is investigating the incident. Community sports clubs are being urged to adopt concussion protocols, which would see players sidelined for 21 days if they receive a head knock. Nine News reporter Katie Fuller has more. The Australian Institute of Sport has released new concussion guidelines designed to protect junior players and adults from brain trauma. A Senate inquiry spurred the recommendations, among them a three-week no-play period for those with concussion symptoms and no training for at least a fortnight. Jamie Crane from Sports Medicine Australia says head knocks should be approached with an abundance of caution. If in doubt, sit them out. Health Minister Mark Butler says it's a promising start. There's always more to do. 30 sports bodies have already indicated they'll adopt the guidelines. Katie Fuller, Nine News. The opposition believes there's no doubt the federal government is planning further tax changes. The coalition sees the Stage 3 tax cut changes, which give more to middle-income earners at the expense of higher earners, as a broken election promise. Opposition leader Peter Dutton has told 2GB's Ray Hadley the government can't be trusted to make changes elsewhere. I think the debate now uh, is about what comes next because Jim Chalmers, when you look at his words, he's got this cute form of words around negative gearing and uh, dividends, uh, all of that now, people can reasonably say, you know, they're, they're worried that the changes are coming. Australia's human rights body says a royal commission is needed to better understand the nation's response to COVID-19. An inquiry will look at decisions made during the pandemic, but it won't have the sweeping powers of a royal commission. Human Rights Commissioner Lorraine Finlay has told a separate parliamentary hearing the probe is a missed opportunity. It's essential that Australia's pandemic response is fully and formally reviewed in terms of its impact on human rights. We need every part of our Federation working together to ensure that we learn the necessary lessons, both good and bad, and that we're as well prepared as possible for any future pandemic. The federal government is welcoming data showing an increase in the bulk billing rate, but acknowledges more work is needed to strengthen Australian health care. There's been a 2% uptick in the number of free GP appointments since new incentives for doctors kicked in late last year. Rural and regional areas have seen the greatest change. Health Minister Mark Butler says it's a good start, but the medical system is still dealing with flow-on impacts from the pandemic. So many people didn't get the care that they should have been getting 
during the years where healthcare systems understandably were focused on the pandemic. A whole lot of people didn't get to the doctor to get the care for their chronic disease. A whole lot of people didn't get the cancer screening. And Alec Baldwin has pleaded not guilty to involuntary manslaughter for a second time over the fatal shooting of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. The actor was charged over her death after prosecutors received a new analysis of the gun, renewing charges that had been dismissed in April last year. Baldwin faces up to 18 months in jail if convicted. To finance, one Australian dollar is buying 65.46 US cents. Sport. Ace your business insurance online in minutes. Visit bizcover.com.au. Mitchell Marsh and Ashley Gardner have been showing off their newly acquired silverware in Melbourne. Marsh has collected his first Allen Border medal. Gardner claimed the Belinda Clark medal for the second time. New South Wales women's fast bowler Lauren Cheetle has been sidelined after having a skin cancer removed from her neck. The 25-year-old has pulled out on making her debut in the Women's Premier League in India. Spurs manager Ange Postacoglu has had a crack at his own players after a spiteful 3-2 win over Brentford. Postacoglu was less than thrilled when Tottenham star James Madison reacted to goading from the opposition. I'm not a fan of it. I don't like the whole, you know, bravado pushing people around, you know. You know, if they're that brave about things, my players and their players get into a UFC cage and I'll see how brave they are, you know. So we're out there to, we're out there to play football and that's what I want our guys to do. And the Thunder has beated defending NBA champions Denver 105-100, to Aussie Josh Giddy with eight points for the Thunder. I'm Rhiannon Solomon-Marin. That's the Nine News podcast. For the latest in news, tune into Nine News at 6pm.